You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kaylee LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello, everyone. This is Kalia, and today I'm going to talk about toxic empathy. Now, I recently did a an interview on a webinar that was on codependency and people pleasing, and I brought up the word toxic empathy, and the woman that was interviewing me said, hey, I don't know that I've ever heard of that before. Could you talk a little bit more about it? So I just touched on it briefly during that interview, but decided that maybe it would be a good idea to do an entire video on toxic empathy. So here we are. Now, a lot of people that I have worked with are highly sensitive people. Some people might even identify as being an empath, which means having such high levels of empathy that you tend to tune into what other people are feeling very easily. Now, people that have high levels of sensitivity may be about 20% of our entire planetary population, which if you think about it, 20% isn't hugely small. It's a quite a large percentage, but I want you to put it up against the 80% who are not. And that might make you stand out a bit like a sore thumb. And especially since most families have maybe one highly sensitive person in the family. And that highly sensitive person is often also a scapegoat, which means that they get to be the person that everybody else kind of dumps their stuff onto. And why do you think it is that the most sensitive people are the ones that get all the other people's toxic emotions dumped onto them? Well, the reason is, is because you absorb them, because you take them on. And that's the toxic part right there is if you do not know better, which most of us don't when we're kids, we kind of are just going along in this crazy world and and people aren't treating us very well and we don't quite understand. And so people are having a bad day in the family or at school or a teacher or whoever it is. And somehow it seems like it's your fault. And so what we tend to do when we start thinking that other people's emotional energy is our fault is not only do we absorb it, we take it on, but we believe it's our fault and we believe that maybe we need to show up differently. And that's where the people pleaser is born is if we spend all our energy trying to please other people, then maybe they won't dump their stuff on us. But it doesn't work like that. In fact, being a people pleaser actually can cause lack of respect instead of more respect. People pleasing is absolutely not the answer. 
And people pleasing is a largely codependent trait. So if you are somebody that has toxic empathy, you are probably a people pleaser. You're probably very concerned with other people liking you and seeing you as a good person. Now, we all like to be liked. We all want to be seen as a good person. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how much energy are we putting on trying to convince people that we are okay, that we're good people? We can't spend our life energy trying to convince other people of our worthiness. We've got to find that within ourselves. So once again, toxic empathy is when we have so much empathy for other people that we are so energetically, emotionally sensitive that we have a tendency to absorb the moods and the feelings that other people have. Now, a lot of the people I've worked with say, I don't do good with angry people. (laughs) I'm one of those people. I don't really do that great with angry people too, but I've gotten a lot better because what I've been able to do is notice that, okay, that person's angry. That person is angry. And, you know, if that person's angry at circumstances, at somebody that cut them off in traffic, at something that somebody posted on their social media, it obviously doesn't have anything to do with me. That's clear. It's very clear. So once I establish that, it's like, well, I don't have to make it better for that person. I, I don't have to go, hey, you know, it's it's okay. I don't have to sue that person and make it better for that person. That's not my job because I have to allow that person to have their own feelings, right? They, they're they entitled to their own feelings, good or bad. It's not my job to fix it. It's not my job to make life better for them. It's my job to make life better for me. And when I talk about making life better, I'm talking about on an emotional level so that we feel better, so we can feel good in our own skin. If somebody else is having a rough time feeling good in their own skin, if they're angry, if they're hostile, if they're projecting all their stuff onto other people, primarily you, then your job is not to make them feel better. Your job is to put up a boundary. And that boundary in a case like this is going to be an energetic, emotional boundary that says what's going on for you is about you. It's it's not about me. Even if that person thinks or believes that what's going on with them is about you. They may be projecting, you know, I feel this way because of you. It's your fault. You're making me feel this way. It's the way you just looked at me. It's the way you just rolled your eyes or whatever it is. They are trying to get you to take on their feelings. So that's a form of projection. It's also a form of discharge. So I'm discharging all my toxic stuff onto you so I don't have to carry it anymore. 
when we suffer from toxic empathy, it means we do not have healthy boundaries. We are energetically open and we absorb all the stuff going on around us, all the negative, painful emotions that are going on around us. And we may even feel a sense of obligation to make it better for that person to to be a rescuer or a fixer. And when we do that, we enable that person because we are preventing them from being able to solve their own problems. We're enabling them so that they don't stop to realize, you know what, this is mine. I have to deal with it. And when we don't take responsibility for somebody else's toxic emotions, when we make a conscious decision to stop being an emotional dumping ground for others, then they can't put it on us anymore because we're not taking it on. We're not absorbing it. And when we're not absorbing it, it doesn't have anywhere else to go. Now, in the past, I've talked about the tug of war that when you're playing tug of war with somebody, you're both tugging on a rope. Well, that game can only work if both people are tugging. If one person lays down their end of the rope, the other person doesn't have anybody to resist against or to fight with. They're probably just going to fall on their rear because you're not holding onto the rope anymore. You're not engaging. And that's how we don't enable other people is we just stop engaging. I've used the term jade before, which is a term that emerged with in the 12-step program, which stands for justify, argue, defend, and explain. And the thing is, is that we don't want to do any of that. We don't want to justify our behavior. We don't want to argue. We don't want to defend. And we don't want to explain. So if somebody is trying to put their stuff on you, well, you did this. It's your fault. And you're like, no, I didn't because of this. And no, what I was doing is this. And you start engaging, right? And when you engage, you're in that tug of war. No, I need you to see my side. I didn't do that. I That's not what my intent was. That's not. You get into this battle with this person. But if you just lay down the rope and you walk away, that person doesn't have anybody to battle with. They're either going to have to find somebody else to battle with or they're going to have to figure it out on their own. So your job as you are healing from being somebody with toxic empathy is to lay down your side of the rope. Don't justify yourself, don't argue, don't defend yourself, and don't explain yourself. You don't need to do that because that keeps the tug of war going. Instead, lay down your end of the rope. Realize this is not mine. I don't have to take it on. I don't have to absorb it. I don't have to solve it. I don't have to fix it. It belongs to the other person. It does not belong to me. When we are codependent, we take on stuff that doesn't belong to us. 
When we have toxic empathy, we absorb emotions that do not belong to us. So we have to retrain ourselves to stop doing that. And I mean, retrain ourselves. It's a retraining. The first thing that we do in any area of our lives to heal is to recognize where the problem is. So if you can say today, hey, you know, that's me. I absorb emotions of other people. You know, I I walk into the house at night after work and I kind of check the vibe of my husband or my wife to see where they are so I know how to be. Well, that's a really toxic, unhealthy, walking on eggshells type of environment, don't you think? When you have to kind of feel out somebody's mood so you know how to be. When instead you can separate yourself from their moods, however they are, they are, oh, you're in a bad mood. Okay, I'm going to leave the room now. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to move out. I don't want to live with this anymore. Whatever it is you choose to do, it's okay because you are taking care of yourself. And that's the whole idea that will allow you to heal from toxic empathy is it's great to be empathic because your empathy basically says, I feel you. I feel, I feel you. Toxic empathy says, I really feel you and I really feel like it's my job to fix that, to do something about it, to change the way you feel, to make you feel better. And it's not. It's not. That's their job. And if you take it on as your job, you are robbing them of their opportunity to take care of themselves in in a way that they need to learn to take care of themselves. Now, if they never do, like narcissistic people, for example, they're not ever going to change. They get a lot out of being who they are. They get people catering to them and walking on eggshells and jumping and trying to fix them and trying to please them. And they like that. That's good life for them. They like that attention. They like having that kind of power and control. So do you think they're going to give it up? No, not usually. On the most part, narcissistic people continue to go on and be narcissistic people. But you have to change. You have to recognize that you're still robbing that person of their opportunity to heal and grow, even if they don't choose to heal and grow. You're enabling them by taking it on, even by apologizing. Have you ever apologized for something you didn't do just to keep the peace? Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. When you didn't really do anything at all. That doesn't serve anybody. That's another codependent, people-pleasing type of behavior is to apologize for something that has nothing to do with you because that's like taking on the responsibility. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you thought I did that. I'm sorry that you interpreted it that way or whatever it is apologizing for something that doesn't belong to you is not helpful. 
So what you have to learn to do to heal toxic empathy so that you're not carrying this around with you is to understand that empathy itself is a good quality. It allows you to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, but carrying somebody else's weight on your shoulders is not healthy. And that's where you have to allow people to solve their own problems, to handle their own emotions, to deal with their own anger, to deal with their own rage. You don't have to be in the same room. You don't have to take it on. You don't have to try to make it better for that person. You can just allow them to be where they are. And if you don't pick up your end of the rope or you drop your end of the rope, then they're fighting with nobody. And then they're not really getting what they want anyway. So they got to figure something else out. So just know that you are showing up in your healthiest way when you do let go of your end of the rope. You stop feeling a need to please and make things better for somebody else. You stop absorbing other people's emotions and really start focusing on taking care of yourself. Once again, that is always the answer. Self-love, self-compassion, taking care of yourself is always the answer because you're worth it. You are worth it. So I hope you found that to be helpful if you would like some help to deal with your toxic empathy or people-pleasing codependency or anything else that's getting in your way, you can contact me at my website, NarcissismFree.com. Or if you want to work with some of my self-hypnosis audio programs, you can go to inner-transformations.com where you can get a hypnosis download and start working on a subconscious level to transform your life. Thanks again, and I will see you in the next video.